everyone, we are live, 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 and I hope everyone's having a great day. Today is Wednesday, March the 29th, and today we'll be talking to Ms. Cheryl, Ms. Brittany, and Mr. Ed. How all are you doing today? Doing fine. We're doing okay. great today. Uh, good. So we're going to start with uh, Ms. Cheryl, and then go with Ms. Brittany and Mr. Ed, and just give everyone a little quick background about yourself, please. Okay, I'm Cheryl Thurston. I'm totally blind. Um, it's been 23 years for me. Um, I lost my sight due to an accident, which was I was robbed and had a couple of surgeries. It didn't work, and I was declared legally blind. Wow. And where, what part of California are you in then? I'm in Fontana. Fontana. Is that a fun town? Fontana, get it? Anyways, uh, I okay. think so. <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Brittany? Uh, my name is Brittany Mejico. I was born visually impaired, well, legally blind, I guess you could say. I feel like I'm more closer to the totally blind part of the spectrum. Um, I, I currently live in Victorville, California, and I don't, I don't really know what else to say about myself. <laughs> That's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of go into that a little bit more. And, and Mr., uh, Mr. Davis, Mr. Ed Davis. Uh, how are you guys doing? My name is Ed Davis, and uh, I became legally blind in 1984 due to a motorcycle accident. Uh, wonderful doctors restored my some of my vision. At least I was able to drive again for a while, and then I became uh, totally in 08. What, what year was your accident, sir? 1984. Wow, I, I wasn't even born yet. Yes, yeah, right. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, uh, folks, I came across this, this uh, Blind United a few weeks ago, and I tell you what, they, they have a lot of potential, a lot of good things that's going on. They have, we'll be talking about, they're called interest groups, which they do via Zoom. And uh, look for them on Facebook. It's Blind United Interest Groups. And, uh, I mean, they have a lot of good content. So let's go, let's go into that. So the interest groups, how did that start, and, and, and how many topics are covered in those groups? Well, the interest group started July of 2022, and the purpose of it was to allow those that are blind and visually impaired to participate in some of our uh, various groups, such as basic jaws training, uh, support groups. We have arts and craft, knitting and jury making. Uh, we have a book club, game night, sports talk, business building. Um, trying to think of some of the other things that we do have. Uh, right now we do have a legal system in you. We have travel and culture, and we just added on a uh, travel agent that's going to be coming on and talk about specials that are going on for as booking concerts to uh, hotels, airfares, and uh, just ex different types of excursions uh, that they have out there that's going on. So um, it's very popular. More people are getting involved. Our Braille reading and writing class, the instructor, she's out of Kentucky. For business builder, we have a lady that's out of Michigan, so we're excited about that, and it is steady growing. So, what is the concept or the idea for Blind United? The the church I belong to out here, uh, Abundant Living Church out here, they had interest groups there, and you know, I mean, the various you know church members and stuff. They would you know like maybe bowling or roller skating or you know just different things. It was about keeping the church family involved with each other and. You know, I mean, the way I look at it, we're, we're all part of this blind family. And, 
I said, well, if it worked for them, it should work for us. So, you know, I got together with my sister, Cheryl, and gave it a concept, and we've been rolling with it ever since. Yep, you sure have, that's for sure. So, And Ms. Brittany, um, what I understand, it is, is this a nonprofit, right? Yes, that's correct. It's a nonprofit. And what's what's the con? What's the um, the overall objective when it comes to the nonprofit status? What do you hope to to get to we in the future? We hope to we hope to one day open up a training center in the Inland Empire, and um, at this training center, we plan to be a vendor for Department of Rehabilitation. And we plan to teach orientation and mobility, which is traveling with a cane or a guide dog. We plan on teaching Braille. We plan on teaching like ILS, independent living. So that'll be like a home management, basically. And we also plan on teaching assistive technology, such as JAWS and the iPhone for voiceover, so that people can get back to work and, you know, be productive members of society. So let me ask you, for membership, can anyone join or is there like a prerequisite or is no, there a fee? No, anybody can join. We It's all free right now. So the Braille training, the JAWS training, all of it's free right now. You don't have to be a member of NFB, ACB, CCB, whatever B. You can just <laughs> click on the link and we'll let you join. You know, we, we just want as many blind people to join as humanly possible. Yes, that's true. So why is it important? And there's a there's a philosophy behind this blind united why is it important to unite us as a blind community what, what's the what's the emphasis for that because there is something behind that right uh well my opinion is george that you know we have several different major organizations throughout the country and so on and so forth and uh i've just paid attention you know to the disabled community since i've become a member of the disabled community that you know there's certain sectors of the disabled community to get things done and the reason they get things done is because they are of one voice yes sir. so if we we can create this blind united and create that one voice then maybe we can overcome some of the obstacles that's in our way that you know we just can't you know necessarily I mean, bottom line, we all agree on certain things. So let's work on the things that we agree on and, you know, we'll worry about the rest of it later. Exactly. And that's the biggest thing that, um, you're right, Mr. Davis, is that a lot of things have occurred, you know, with technology and employment and independent living. And when it comes to people that are blind, because to me, it's, it's kind of difficult when it comes to technology. And I'll tell you why. And, there's people on the podcast know exactly what I'm talking about. The individuals is you can have technology and you can have, let's say, a work at home job, right? But guess what? Sometimes the technology doesn't incorporate into that either application or portal, and there you go. We have an issue. Or the person's not fully trained on how to use jobs or doesn't have the independent skills how to use a bus or how to get dressed and whatnot. But with Blind United, I feel, as you can see, folks, here in El Paso, we're doing this. They're doing that down in California. So you see the need. It's not only here, it's everywhere. I right. talked to someone in Tennessee, same thing. It's just that gap in services that is needed. But I want to go back to the, um, the interest groups. When do those occur and, and how can someone join? Well, within the group, we are on our Facebook group and we also are on Instagram now. But on the Facebook group, uh, Blind United Interest Groups, 
uh, you'll find at the top, pinned to the top, our monthly schedule. And that changes every month. I'll put up a current schedule there. And then if you would like to be on the mailing list where you get daily reminders as well as the monthly schedules when they come out, all you got to do is contact us and we'll make sure you're on the list. Okay. And Mr. Earl, for you, and I'm going to ask each, everyone on this podcast, so why is this blind uh, United important to you, Michelle? Well, because when I first lost my sight, I didn't have no idea uh, where to go or what to do. And nobody told me anything. So one day I went to the doctor and it happened to be a lady there. And she happened to talk to my mom because, you know, she knew I was kind of new to something. I was sitting there crying because all I wanted to do was see. And she That's happened right. to ask my mom, did I know anything about Department of Rehab or Social Security? And my mom said no, because we didn't know what to do. And the doctors didn't tell us anything. So from that, I got plugged in with Social Security, DOR, and I was able to attend one of the blind schools, the Davidson Program for Independent in Los Angeles. And I stayed there nine months. And I was trained in, you know, Braille computers and independent living skill. And I said, when I left there, I wanted to find a way to share that information with others. Um, so they wouldn't have to be wandering around lost and not knowing the next step to take, as well as figuring out how we can open up a center out here. Um, you know, I'm married to leave my home and go away for nine months. That put a strain on everything. But, you know, we made it through. And I would just like to see something on this end that people don't have to go as far to get the training that they need. Yes, ma'am. That's for sure. And Ms. Brittany, why is it that Blind United important to you, ma'am? Blind United is important to me because I understand how important it is to learn Braille, to learn jobs, to have independent living skills. And I understand that even if a person is born blind, sometimes their parents don't know where to go to get their child resources. And I think the sooner you have the resources to be independent, the better off you'll be. Yes, and I just want the best for other blind people. And that's why I just think what we're doing is so powerful right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, ma'am. And, and um, Mr. Davis, why is uh, Blue Blind United important for you, sir? Uh, well, it's almost the same as Cheryl. I uh, attended the same school she did. Uh, you know, uh, Davis Program for Independence in Los Angeles is through the Wayfinder Foundation. Uh, and, I mean, I got my independence back. I had never been another blind person before I went blind, you know. I mean, even after I became legally blind, you know, doctors are working on me and they're doing this, they're doing that. They're maintaining my vision. You know, I give them all the credit in the world. I had my vision for another, I don't know, 84 to 03, you know, before I quit driving, you know. So <clears throat> it was a beautiful thing. But once it was gone, now it's, okay, well, there's nothing else we can do to help you with your eyes. You know, have a nice life. Yeah. And that's not cool, <laughs> you know, because, okay, we got to figure out how to move on to the next step. So as Cheryl was saying, you know, that's not really good. So that's one of our goals. It's actually uh, part of our little tagline, building bridges, closing gaps, and making connections. Exactly. You know, we want to you know, close One thing gap. I noticed that all three of you said, which I did on purpose, is we need to focus on especially for those who are quote-unquote has transitioned from let's say sighted to blindness or even any kind of disability really but we're focusing here on, on blindness 
and visual impairment is make sure you understand there's there are resources out there don't get i know it's scary i've been there we all been there it's scary look out for resources and most importantly i I know people are not going to like to hear this but you have to be independent because something's going to happen to your support system either your wife your mom your dad your sister your brother where one day unfortunately you're going to be on your own that's right and and you're going to have to learn Oh wow! I have to cook. I have to iron. I have to go to the nearest bus stop. I have to do this. If you don't have those skills, you're gonna, you're going to be lost. I've seen people that are visually impaired and blind put in nursing homes just for that. Yeah, isn't that kind of sad? Yeah, it's you know? very sad. And it's very sad. When we could do for ourselves, but yet they think, well, you can't cook. You can't do this. We'll just put them in a nursing home. Is that no. the life? Is you know? No. Let me ask you all: Is that the life we want? No, no, not at all. (laughs) And, you know, George, um, my whole thing is to change that concept. I I had someone tell me uh, when I first lost my sight that um, they were told all their life that they wouldn't be worth anything. All Mm -hmm. they was good for was weaving baskets and making blankets. And I'm like, well, who (laughs) told you that? Say, well, that's what people think. I said, well, you can do anything you want to do. It's just amazing to see so many people out there that are doctors and lawyers and they're all blind and they are doing things and that is our whole purpose is to show you can do some things you know yes ma'am and that's when you it's funny you mentioned that show because and i think some state agencies are compliant with that or complacent or what's that word they contribute to that idea because mm-hmm. you go to, to the state agency okay the call center or there is a, uh, for example, here in El Paso called Ready One, where you make uniforms, right. it, which is very minimum jobs, you know, low pay. And I'm like, wait a minute, this person has a bachelor's. Right. You want them to go to a call center or, or, or make clothing, which is fine if that's what they want, but don't limit their their options, you know? And like me, let me ask you this, um, Ms. Brittany, because you sound like you're one of the younger ones. Um, <laughs> how is it? Because and I, because it's different when it comes to the different generations. What I mean right. by that is, when we're older, we have to we understand that you know, okay, now we have to get skills. We have to do this. When we're younger, when I was younger, I was visually impaired. I'm like, nah, I won't need it. It's, you know, they, they told me use braille, use braille. Nah, I was still I still had sight. And now that I'm where I'm at now, I'm like, mm, maybe I should have thought about that, right? But what do you think, Miss Brittany, when I say that? Well, okay, for me, I learned Braille. I, I flirted with the idea of Braille uh, pretty much all of my life. I started using Braille when I was in high school. I went from being like a DNF student to a straight A student because I couldn't read. Like I was using the CCTV and my nose was on the screen and uh, my TVI at the time came over to me and she was like, you can't, you can't read. Like that's, you know, and a light bulb went off in my head and I was like, oh, I, I can't read, you know? And then that's when I started learning Braille and I realized, wow, this was, it was life-changing for me and just like learning JAWS, that was life-changing because mm-hmm. it was no more putting my head on the screen, smelling the screen, none of that anymore, no more smelling the paper. Or feeling or was, feeling the heat from the screen. Yeah, I've been there. feeling the heat from the screen, just none of that anymore. And it was just, and then when I started uh, doing O&M in high school, I, you know, because at first I was just too cool. I wanted to be cute. <laughs> I wanted to be like everybody else. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, you know what? I'm not running into stuff. I'm not tripping over stuff. I'm not 
hurting myself anymore. I need to use this cane. Yep. So, exactly. Just, let me ask you, Mr. O, um, what tip like, can you, what independent living skills tip have you found that's useful for you? For example, for me, I learned that, uh, and this, this is simple stuff, folks, but it makes a big difference. Like for me, I learned that when I spread my, when I put jelly on the bread, I put it, the, a scoop on each corner and I spread it. Otherwise, it'll be a mess. But what kind of tip do you like? What's your favorite tip? Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of a favorite tip. <laughs> well, I, I mean, a favorite one. I don't know if I have a favorite one. I mean, I'll just know. I'll just go here. I know I had a bunch of, you know, the little age, you know, once you finally connect with. Yeah. Well, out here anyway, you know, when you finally connect with rehab or whatever, they give you all these a whole bag full of devices. You know what I'm saying? And they <laughs> oh, gave me yeah, this the thing that, and the little talking, yeah, water, all of that. You know, all the little trinkets. So, yeah, so they gave me this thing. There was a, you know, a, um, a what a liquid monitor or register or oh, whatever. Indicator, said, hey, liquid indicator. Yeah, yeah, it's got a little nine volt battery and it's got a couple little you know, leads and you hang it in your cup and you pour liquid in it. And, you know, when the liquid gets to the leads, it sounds off a little buzzer. Really? My family kept losing. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say losing, but moving my liquid indicator. So I just learned to just hang my finger, tip of my yep. finger. In the cup. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, do like, that I just put my finger in there. Okay. It's to the tip. And there you go. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. Tip of my finger, I'm ready to roll. Yeah. <laughs> and like for me, George, I, I like my stuff by the clock. So when I put stuff on my plate, you know, I do it six, nine, twelve, three. So I pretty much know where everything is on my plate. And I like stuff sitting a certain way. So I know, okay, my cup, I always put it to the left, you know, my plate here in the center, and I start feeling where stuff is. So I like mine's by the clock. So I use that. And then, you know, I'll label different things and um, so I can go back and find it. But, you know, when you're around sighted people, they tend to move stuff that makes it hard. But you try to label and have some type of organization skills. Uh, one thing I want to emphasize, emphasize to those who are sighted, who are watching this or hearing this, don't move our stuff, please. I mean, we have stuff and we put it there for a reason. And if we come back, it disappears. I'm like, did I move it? Or did it oh move by gosh, itself? Yeah. And you know, my wife when we first met, she would do that, but now she knows just leave it there and I'll you know I'll find it. But I don't know. It's just you know, it's it's the thing that we just need to be more aware of. Yeah, I guess more awareness, I guess if that's the word regarding right. um George, I'll tell you something funny. <laughs> my little niece was about four years old. So she came to the house one day and you know how you can take the little braille dots. You know, I would do like one dots. So I would put like one on the heel of that shoe in a certain place. Oh, yes, so I sir. put it on the left and the right. So, and I had them on all my shoes and she decided want to walk in my shoes and play. And she took them all off. And she said, I said, well, what is this I'm stepping on? She said, well, I don't know why those was on your shoes. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it was for me to deter to tell this was black shoe. You know, I did it a certain way to find yeah. it, but she peeled them all off. Just oh, like no. if I would put it on the microwave. They well, we just thought something fell in stuck. I put it there for a reason, you know. Yep, there's it's not it's not uh, for toys yet. <laughs> and but I'm glad you were all talking about this because those who are watching, and I'm gonna share this podcast to uh, many groups I've seen where the simplest things people struggle with because yeah. they think they can't do it. But have you heard Cheryl, 
mm-hmm. Brittany, and Mr. Ed, is that there are ways you could do it at your own pace, at your own technique, but there are ways to do it. For example, uh, once you get to the point where you can iron by yourself, cook for yourself, yeah. uh, you know, those basic stuff, but you could do it. It's a, don't, don't think that, okay, I'm blind now, and I've heard this many of times, you probably have too, Mr. Ed, Cheryl, and Brittany, I can't do nothing now. What am I going to do? No, you can. You know, one time <clears throat> I met this young man that went blind. He had had a stroke. Came back from Dallas to El Paso. I'm sitting in front of him. And he goes, George, I can't do nothing no more. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I'm going to be, how am I, how am I going to shave? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what do you mean? I go, let me ask you a question. Can you move your hands? Your, can you still move your hands in your, in, your, in your arms? He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. So why can't you shave? Well, 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 the blade. I trust me, you're going to learn. And I made him touch my face on purpose because I have a goatee. And I shaved my, myself, right? Well, not right now, but normally. Right. And he looked and he's like, oh, wow, you did that. I'm like, yeah, but it took me a bit. And I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes it, feels, it looks like a, if I was drunk when I did it, but <laughs> I did it. Okay? Exactly. And those who are watching this, I mean, you could do it too. So before we go, I want to I go around the table here. Um, each of us has something that we could provide for someone that's struggling right now or when i say struggling it's accepting accepting that you know what i'm here now i'm at this point in my life where i'm visually impaired or blind now what and i'm going to say this to start the conversation is don't give up there's there's resources like blind united integrate yourself with other people that are blind that will help because you'll start giving tips like with miss cheryl said about her shoes and mr ed and miss Brittany. Talk to other people that are blind and visually impaired. Uh, well, myself would be, uh, you know, of course, exactly what you said. You know, find you a group of blind people immediately. I mean, you need that commonality. You need to connect with people that truly understand exactly what you're going through on a daily basis. And then also they can help you. They can teach you their little tips and tricks and so on and so forth. You may not do it exactly the way that they do it, but at least it's, it's a foundation for you to start from. Exactly. I agree. I just think that there are always alternative ways to do something. We can pretty much do anything that a sighted person can do, except for maybe brain surgery and drive. <laughs> There's always different techniques. Trust me, I've seen some people that are excited to drive like they're blind. But anyways, that's another story. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because I was in a, we were in a small car, a small car accident last week, and that person he got out of the car. He's like, "I didn't see you. You're you're on my blind side." I'm like, "Dude, only if you know what that meant." But uh, <laughs> how about you, Michelle? My thing is, I, I just like to see others. Just don't give up. Have faith. Trust. And like they say, get with other blind people just to have that support. Because um, sometimes you can't talk to your family. You have to reach outside that box and be around people that are like you, that can understand the things that you are going through. And they will share information with you and um, show you different techniques on, you know, how to label or just, I've had questions on how do you eat? Well, I eat the same way you do, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, it's just... We come, like I said, we just come up with our own little different styles and te- techniques, and I just believe in sharing and networking and making people feel that it is okay to be blind. Yes, ma'am. When I was younger, talking about well, 
saying earlier about generations, mm-hmm. and the reason why I was saying that because when I was younger, my attitude was different. I, mm-hmm. I would get upset when people would ask me, "How do you get dressed?" I'm like, "What do you mean? How? I, I don't know why." But now that I got older, now I'm like, you know what? This is a teaching point, right? This is a teaching point to show exactly. someone. And I'll give you a perfect example. When I was younger, at one point I was working here in El Paso. We had what's called uh, um, White Sands. It's a missile range. I was working there as part of uh, the lighthouse. So I'm standing outside waiting for the van. And the guy, I felt someone next to me talking. So I'm like, okay, I turn around. And the young man is like, hey, can I ask you some questions? I'm like, sure. Uh, how do you do this? And how do you get dressed? And how do you put your shoes on? And, and, and mind you, I was younger, right? And I, so I turned to him and I'm like, can I tell you something, sir? He goes, yeah. I go, you know, I'll wipe my own butt, right? No, 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 I didn't mean that. I'm, I'm sorry. But see, that's my atti- that, that was my attitude now. Or back then, now, I tell him, oh, you know what? I do this just like you. I put on my shoes just like you. I put on my shirt just like you. The only difference is I need assistance in helping, you know, what color it is, you know, or, you know, stuff like that. But like you said, Michelle, we can do the same thing as anyone else. You, 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 I think you said that, Miss Brittany. Yeah. We can't drive, obviously. We can't fly an airplane, obviously. <laughs> but we could do anything else. But um, if anyone wants to contact the Blind United, is there like a direct number or phone number, Mr. Ed? Uh, you know what? I have it, George, but I don't know it off the top of my head. It's a brand new number. <laughs> do you have it, have it? Uh, uh, Eddie Searle? Remember, you always look for Blind United interest groups. And once you uh, like the page, or the is that page or group? It's a group. It's a That's group. Good. And on yeah. Instagram, it's a page. So if you go on Instagram and you go to the search tab, and then you type in Blind United interest groups, it should come up. Okay. Uh, and like and I, I said, people off uh, when you type it into Instagram because it's all like one word, so it sounds weird. It's like Blind United. Oh, does it? It's all yeah. one word. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you said so that. Blind United Interest Group. Oh, I bet you Voiceover says that weird, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It says it very weird. <laughs> but, uh, I'm like, what? What we was are that? On Instagram. Well, okay. You know, we're all we're constantly apologizing for our screen readers mispronouncing people's word names and. We just go with what Jaws or voiceover yes. says, and we're nine times out of ten, we're wrong. Like, for example, um, Ortiz is O-R-T-I-Z, right? Which is common, you know, Ortiz. But, but, but Jaws says Ortiz. Right, right. So I right. called, right. when I was working for child support, I called this young man. And I'm like, oh, I'm looking for Mr. Ortiz. And he's like, Ortiz? Who the heck are you looking for? I'm like, and he's like, Ortiz. I'm like, ah, Jaws, dang it, Jaws, you did it again to me. <laughs> We have emails uh, all right now. Uh, yeah, what's your email? Go ahead. Yeah, mine is firstamendmented at gmail.com. First and that would be okay. the number one S T A M E N D M E N T E D at gmail.com. Uh, we do have a Blind United Gmail. We just have an. Uh, signed into it yet if you will okay <laughs> but, but, but it's always uh, go to the to the group right all right everything's gonna go to the group i mean it'll be posted there in the group once we start doing uh you know once we get that activated then we'll actually everything will be mailed out from that gmail from that email so okay it'll be a common knowledge at that point Okay, that's fine. That's great. So before we leave, any last words, Miss Brittany, Miss Cheryl, Mr. Ed? Uh, 
I mean, I just, you know, again, George, we appreciate you. For those that you don't know, George is actually helping us out. He's uh, doing a JAWS training for us. Uh, he'll be doing that on Wednesday afternoons at, 11, well, 11 o'clock Pacific time, 12 o'clock Mountain time, all it would work it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One o'clock Eastern, uh, Central, and two o'clock Eastern. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, all of that. So, George will, be, George will be doing that for us. That's so that we can, you know, more accommodate people on the East Coast because our goal is also on that with the interest group is to join people, you know, not only across the country, but around the world. You know, Amen. and just again, just unite blind people everywhere. And, you know, and I appreciate you, George. I really do, man. You've been a great help. I'm glad that uh, you stumbled into one of our meetings. And, uh, and uh, like I said, we've well, been I, connected ever since. I'm not going to lie to you because when I saw the link, uh, somewhere uh, somewhere in there, I saw something about free donuts. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I'm going to lie to you. Free donuts—that's hilarious. People that know me know that so that's my moniker, uh, donuts. But anyway, uh, okay. Well, okay, George, I have yes, that phone number for Blind United. It is area code nine zero nine eight forty six eight eight two five. Can you repeat it one more time, ma'am? Nine zero there you go, folks. Go ahead and get now. Don't don't be calling at two in the morning now. But so there you go. That's no, I'm not gonna answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, because that's gonna come to my phone, so you'll get me. And then uh, again, I'd love to hear from you. If there's anything we yeah. can do to help, where that's what we're here for. And, yep, and like, don't be afraid to ask for the dumbest questions. Don't think it's not. It's not a dumb question. Ask anyone for help, or if you need, you know, something that you need to be done. Just ask. You never. You'll, you'll be surprised what you what you get, right? So, Miss Cheryl, Mister Ed, and Miss Brittany, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be here on the Accessibility Corner. And this uh, will be available on the website and anywhere you subscribe to a podcast. So you want to share it with someone that does not have social media. And I guess we'll see everyone then next time. Thank All you. Right. Bye, Miss Cheryl. Bye, Mr. Thank you for having us, George. Thank you, George. Thank you. Thank you for having Bye -bye. us.